Hey, hi, hello, welcome. I'm Bryn. Welcome to Bryn's Avatar Ramblings. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about the way disability is portrayed in Avatar and in Legend of Korra. There will be spoilers for both shows, so if you haven't seen them, maybe watch them first. They're on Netflix if you're in America. Yeah, let's get started. So, there are three main characters that have disabilities. You could argue that there are a few more, but they're also arguably not as important to talk about. So, obviously we have Toph, who's blind. We have Teo, who's the boy in the wheelchair. And we have Minghua, who doesn't have any arms. And she's from Legend of Korra, if you haven't seen that one. So, let's start by talking about Teo, because I feel like he's the least significant of all these characters, and so he'll probably be the easiest to talk about. So, we know that Teo was injured when he was a baby, and that that caused him to lose his functionality in his legs. And so he has them wrapped up and is in a wheelchair throughout the entire show. So what's really, really interesting about this, I think, is the way that it's portrayed. Because he's not portrayed as weak, he's not portrayed as helpless, but he's still disabled. And so one of my favorite times where this is like silently portrayed is when after the failed invasion, Teo has to be held and carried to get onto Appa because he can't get up on his own. And I feel like that's such a silent way to portray, like, yeah, I need help, but that doesn't make me weak because he was still at the invasion. He was still a part of it. He was still involved, but he couldn't get onto Appa, so he was carried. And that's not something that was like, oh, a big plot point, but it was there in the background. And so that's something I think is really cool. Teo is arguably one of the characters that has a disability that's not dived into as well because obviously he has his wheelchair and that's like his aid in a way throughout the entire show but it's not really gone into depth about how how he got that wheelchair how he coped with it in his childhood like none of that is really gone into depth with and so for that reason I think that that's more or less all that there is to say about Teo unfortunately but it's still He's still an interesting character to look at because of the way that other people interact with him throughout the entire show. He's never portrayed as someone who needs help. And that's something that's really big with all the characters who have disabilities, is that they're not portrayed as helpless. They're, they're not disabled, even though they are. They don't behave like you'd expect, quote-unquote, disabled people to be portrayed. So next, I want to move on to Toph, because that's probably the one I'm most excited to talk about. So, a little bit of backstory about Toph and her disability. Toph is blind, obviously. <laughs> and the way that Toph became blind was that she was just born blind. That's just how it was with Toph. And the way that she kind of navigates the world with this disability is through her earthbending. And this is the, a tie that we see between both Toph and Minghua, and that's using their bending ability to counter their disability. So in Toph's case, she uses her blindness and her earthbending to be able to feel the ground underneath of her using seismic sense. And so this is something that we can't really prove was like created by Toph, but she does say that she learned from the blind badger moles, which I think is super cool because she says it herself that she was able to connect with them on a better basis because they were both blind, which is off topic, but still really interesting, I think. But the seismic sense that she used and then she teaches Aang 
is something that is unique to her being able to overcome her disability. And and another interesting thing to look at with this is that not only did she overcome with the seismic sense, but she grew stronger because of it. She developed her own style of earthbending, which we know for a fact is different than any other earthbenders. She is able to read heartbeats and tell when people are lying because of her earthbending. All of these things came about because of her blindness. And obviously, her blindness is a big deal throughout the entire show. And a lot of the ways that it's it's portrayed throughout the show is also really, really good and really interesting. So obviously, we have the blind bandit, which is her accepting her blindness in a, in a lot of ways. It's like, her saying, yes, I'm blind, but that doesn't make me weak. And right off the bat, we get that right from when we're introduced to Toph's character. We get this like, yes, I'm blind, but I'm not weak. And so in that same episode, we get her being able to tell when people are approaching. We get like all this like really well thought out, really well planned abilities that link back to her disability. In a lot of ways, we can see that her disability has definitely made her stronger as a character and as a person and as a bender, too. And I talked about this briefly, but Toph's style of earthbending is literally different than any other earthbender in the entire show. They came up with a different style of fighting that was actually used by, well, it's thought to be created by blind people that lived on an island because you don't need to be able to see your opponent to fight them. And so that was what they incorporated into Toph's style of earthbending because, of course, Toph can't see who she's fighting with her eyes, but she can still feel them with her earthbending. And I feel like that's that's something that's really, really interesting. And so with that, we get this whole line of, like, being stronger because she's disabled, which is something that's really unique in Avatar and really well done because in a lot of other shows you see you see these characters portrayed as, as either weak or helpless or whatever, but Avatar almost takes this disability and says, no, this makes you strong. This is part of what makes you who you are and that's beautiful. And they did that really well with Toph. And so because of that, it doesn't always feel like she has a disability. And with that, we get the blind jokes, which are just the best. It's done in such a way that it's not making fun of blind people and it's not making fun of disabilities, but it's it's done in such a clever way that it's, it's Toph's own remarks about herself and her disability. So like, when, when Sokka would say something like, wow, it's so dark in here, I can't see anything. And Toph just kind of, really <laughs> because she can never see anything and so it's 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 this beautiful like back and forth playing of like well yeah she's blind but that doesn't make her helpless but we can also kind of joke about it because it's not something that's serious it's not it's a serious thing that isn't taken seriously and that's part of what makes it so well done in avatar is that we have this main character who is blind that it does not hold her back at all and so with all of that, it's, it's, it's done really well. So the other thing to remark about the way that her blindness is done is her limitations. So because obviously she can only see when she's in Earth, if you watch back to the Painted Lady episode, when they're on this, essentially they're floating on this wooden dock, right? 
That's the entire town. Toph can't see on wood, so throughout the entire episode, pretty much, you'll see her holding on to either Sokka or Aang or, or any of those characters because those are her guides. That's how a normal blind person gets around the world. That's typical. So the fact that they were able to incorporate that as, again, as a, as a background detail is really, really cool because it, it shows that, yeah, again, yes, I am strong, but I also have my, my limitations, my holdbacks. I am in some ways more powerful and I am in some ways weaker, and that is because of this disability, but it is not limited by this disability. So again, Toph is obviously just such a, an incredible character. We could talk about Toph's character forever, but just in terms of her disability, it's done beautifully. It adds to her character. It doesn't detract from it. It doesn't make you feel like she's this helpless little girl at all. It doesn't make you feel like that. So the last character that I'm going to talk about is Minghua, who I said before, she was born without her arms. And so she's a member of the Red Lotus, so she's a villain in Legend of Korra, which is, again, obviously different from Toph, because villain and Toph is definitely not that. So what, what about this character makes this kind of work? So it's, it's, again, the use of the bending ability to overcome and adapt to those disabilities that makes it such a beautiful thing. And so in Minghua's case, she uses her water to create arms. So we kind of see this with Katara in the, in the octopus form or whatever, but Minghua uses that water to create arms. She creates hooks to climb, she moves around with it, and it's, it's this use of bending ability that makes it so that she's able to navigate the world. And so we see this with both Toph and Minghua, and it's, it's this ability to overcome, but not ability to overpower is the best way I can describe it. Because while Minghua has some advantages to using her water arms as opposed to regular arms, she also has disadvantages. And that's pretty much the way she dies is because uh, Mako shoots lightning into a pool of water that she's getting her, her arms from, essentially. And so this this, this bounce back and forth between yes, I'm powerful, but yes, I'm weak is something that we see with all the characters. But in the, in the way that it's done with the characters in disability, it's, it's especially well done because it's not the disability that makes them weak all of the time. It's the disability that encourages them to be stronger. It's this disability that makes it so that they have this ability to be stronger. And so overall, it's just, it's beautiful. And so the last character, really, that some people will argue is disabled is Combustion Man because he had that metal arm and metal leg. I don't think we have enough information to really go in depth about how his bending aided him or how he was able to overcome. We don't know how he lost his arm and leg. So I don't think that that's something that we can really talk about in depth other than just mentioning that, yeah, it's there. So... Yeah, pretty much overall, the, the main points that I'm trying to make here is that Avatar does a lot of things really, really, really well, and disability is one of those things with not only Toph, but also with Teo and Minghua. It's, it's done beautifully, it's, it's, it's inspiring, but it's not... Inspiring isn't the point of it. 
which is something that you that you see with a lot of blind characters as well is it's like oh well if they can overcome then it's inspiring and that's all that there is to their character and they're just so inspiring and that's really not it with avatar it's not about the disability it's not and so that's i guess the other thing that makes it really cool is it's not Toph's character isn't blind her her well her character's blind her personality isn't that she's blind. Minghua's personality isn't that she has no arms. Teo's personality isn't that he can't walk. Teo is able to fly with the glide with the glider, and so that that kind of helps him overcome. And and Toph is able to do all these cool things with bending that we couldn't see before, and and so is Minghua. And that's like we're able to see this overcoming, and so. Just in general, Avatar does a really good job with characters with disability, and so that's... I think that's pretty much all I have to say. Rewatch Avatar, as always, because good god, it's beautiful, and it's such a good show. And so, I will see you all in the next episode. I hope you continue to watch, I hope you continue to enjoy, and I will talk to you all next time. Alright, see ya! Stop.